in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As all of you know, that the theme of the Holy Great Fast is repentance, and how God calls everyone to repent and to return back to Him. That's why, starting from the third Sunday, we had several examples of repentance. On the third Sunday, we have the example of the prodigal son. On the fourth Sunday, the Samaritan woman. And today, the paralytic man. The prodigal son symbolizes people who make wrong choices in their life. And as long as they don't suffer consequences from their their wrong choices, they are okay. But once they start to reap the consequences of their wrong choices, this actually in itself can be the trigger point to repent and to return back to God. The prodigal son, as long as he had money, friends around him, he did not consider repentance or returning back. But once he started to be hungry, did not find a job, did not find money, did not find friends around him, he started to consider returning back to his father. So the prodigal son symbolizes people who make wrong choices in their life to stay away from God. The Samaritan woman is an example of the repetition of sin. She was married five times and she is living during the time in which she met the Lord Jesus Christ. She was living with a man who was not her husband. And the difference between the prodigal son and the Samaritan woman, the prodigal son was living in the house. So he's a son. He knows the commandments. He knows the right way. But the Samaritan woman, she did not know the right way. So it symbolizes people who do not know Christ, who do not know the right faith, and they are struggling with their sins. And actually, they fall several times over and over, over and over in the same sin. But once she met the Lord Jesus Christ, and she started drinking from the living water, and she knew the right way to worship God, she repented, and all her life was changed and transformed. And she became an evangelist. She preached to her own city about the Lord Jesus Christ. And she confessed that he is the Messiah. So the Samaritan woman symbolizes people who do not know God, who do not know Christ. But once there is opportunity and they open their door to Christ and they get to know him, their life is completely changed. Their life is completely transformed. So prodigal son is a symbol of a person who makes wrong choices to stay away from God. 
Samaritan woman symbolizes a person who repeats sin out of ignorance. Today, the paralytic man, he was a Jewish person. So he knows the law. He knows what he should done in his life. But he symbolizes a person, although he knows what's right and what's wrong, he knows the commandment of God, but he chose to continue in his sinful life. That's why when the Lord met him after his cure, he told him, you have been made well, sin no more, lest you suffer worse things. So the paralytic man symbolizes people who knows what's right from wrong. They are in the church. They know the commandment of God. And they may suffer because of their sinful life. But in spite of all of this, they continue to live a sinful life. The prodigal son, once he suffered, he repented. But the paralytic man, although he suffered, but he continued in his sinful life. So why many people choose to live and to continue a sinful life? And how to overcome this? The first reason, they do not realize the judgment day and the seriousness of that day and the punishment, the eternal punishment of sin. Because once a person starts to think about the judgment day and he will stand before God to give an account of his life, this can help him to return back to God. In Luke chapter 13, in verses 3 and verse 5, the Lord repeated a verse twice. He said, unless you repent, you all likewise perish. The person is deceived by the vanity of the world, by the love of the world, love of the pleasures of the world. And he doesn't think about the eternal life. That is the main reason. And that's why Satan, the deceiver, try to convince many people there is no eternal life, there is no punishment, there is no giving an account on the last day, there is no God, our life just here on earth. So let us enjoy our life to its fullest and let's enjoy all the pleasures of the world. That's why the Lord gave a warning to this man Sin no more, lest you suffer worse things. A person who chooses to live continuously a sinful life, he will suffer, if not here, in the eternal life. But some people, they want actually to repent, but they cannot. They continue a sinful life. Like many people, for example, who are addicted to drugs, they want to quit, but they relapse again and again and again. The reasons for this relapse in our spiritual life, I said, number one, we don't think about the judgment day. Number two, our fight 
spiritual warfare, we rely on our strength, not on the grace of God. Another Lord said, without me, you cannot achieve anything. If you try to defeat Satan by your own power, you will be defeated. It is only through the grace of God. But how can I access the grace of God? The church has what we call the means of grace. The means of grace are tools by which I access the grace of God. The grace of God is available to each one of us. But I need to access the grace of God. The means of grace is like prayer, fasting, reading the scripture, repentance and confession, having a spiritual father, charitable deeds, attending liturgies, listening to sermons, reading spiritual books, prostrations. That's what we call the spiritual canon or the spiritual rule. It's very important, every one of us, to be committed to a spiritual rule or a spiritual canon. Because through this canon, you will have access to the grace of God. But without it, you actually, in your warfare, it will be easy for Satan to defeat you. Don't rely on your own power, on your own strength. But humble yourself before God and ask His grace to help you and to support you. Another reason, when we don't run away from the triggers of sin, when the two angels went to Lot, they told him, run away and save your life. Escape for your life. Joseph when he was exposed to temptation, he ran away and he chose to be in prison rather than to defile himself. David did not run away when Satan tempted him. Samson did not run away when Satan tempted him. That's why these great leaders of Israel fell in sin. But when we run away from any temptation, we will save ourselves. Even if you are praying, even if you are reading the scripture, even if you committed your spiritual canon, but if you expose yourself to the temptation of sin, eventually the person will be weak and will fall in sin. Another reason is lack of seriousness in a spiritual warfare. His Holiness Bob Shenouda used to say the main difference between the saints and us is seriousness. They took their spiritual life very serious. That's why the Lord said to the paralytic man, rise, take up your bed and walk. These three instructions to make him serious in seeking the cure and the healing. Rise up from the bed of laziness. Rise up and start to fight the good fight. As St. Paul said, you did not fight till bloodshed. Rise and put on the whole armor of God 
and fight Satan. Take up your bed and walk. Walk following the footsteps of the Lord Jesus Christ. As St. Peter told us, he left us an example to follow his footsteps. We need to be serious in our spiritual warfare. Also, we should not find any excuses. This man, when the Lord asked him, do you want to be made well? He answered by saying, I have no one. He gave an excuse. Many times when God asks us, do you want to be made well? Do you want to repent? Do you want to quit this sin? We find excuses ready. As long as I'm convinced that I have excuse, I have a reason, I will not repent. Because in my mind, I justify to myself why I am falling in this sin over and over. For example, if a parent is struggling with anger and he blames it on his children, they provoke his anger. So in his mind, what can I do? My children provoke my anger. Then no way to overcome this anger. As long as you find an excuse, I have no one like this man, that's an excuse. Because if you analyze this answer, we know he was sick for 38 years, but we don't know exactly how many years he was at the pool. Can you imagine a person for so many years at the pool and he has no one to help him to get into the pool? I don't think a person will stay for so many years, maybe 20, 25, 30, more or less, and he did not find one person to help him. Or maybe some people tried to help him, but his nature was aggressive. Sometimes you go and help people, but because of their attitude, they push you away. That's why they complain We have no one to help us. St. Augustine tried to analyze the number 38. And he said 38 is 40 minus 2. And 40 is a symbol of living a godly life. The Ten Commandments multiplied by four, the four corners of the world, north, south, east, and west. Which means... A person who keep the commandment of God everywhere and anywhere he goes. That's number four. And two symbolizes love. Because love usually between two persons. So 38, maybe a person, a Jewish man who knows the law, he want to keep the law, but there was no love. And because of the absence of love, he actually pushed away those who wanted to help him. That's why he came to this conclusion, I have no one. Don't find excuses. Excuses will paralyze you from getting healed and getting cured. And the Lord came and helped him. 
and healed him. So another reason why we relapse, because we justify the continuation in sin by excuses. Another reason why we relapse, because there are some sins, we love them, we love these sins, and we are not willing to give these sins up. Yes, we want to live with Christ and to repent, while we want to keep these sins in our heart. The loved sins. But we need actually to be very strong through the grace of God, in fighting these sins that we love. Because these sins that we love will destroy and ruin our eternal life, will put our salvation at high risk. We need to be strong in fighting these sins. Yes, it's a challenge, but I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. For example, people who drink or use drugs, sometimes they they like the feeling. That's why they don't want to give up these sins. People who are enslaved to sexual sins, they love the pleasure. That's why they don't want to give up these sins. A helpful hint here is to have a strong support besides the grace of God. And strong support, as St. Paul said in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 1, since we have cloud of witnesses surrounding us, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. So the cloud of witnesses, the scenes and their intercession and their prayers, they are surrounding us. And by their prayers, it will be easy for us to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is said. That's what we call to support. Get support from the prayers and the intercession of the saints. They will pray for us and they will help us. So the problem of this man is he lived in sin continuously, did not repent. And after he repent, he relapsed again. We need actually, if we are relapsing, I need to examine myself and to see what are the reasons. Maybe I am fighting by my own power, not through the grace of God. Maybe I am still exposed to the temptation of sin. Maybe I am not taking my spiritual life seriously enough. Maybe I have excuses and I justify myself. Maybe I don't have a strong support system like the intercession and the prayer of saints. Maybe there are some sins I love and I keep dear to my heart and I'm not willing to give them up. Whatever the reason, the Lord today is willing 
to cure me from the illness of sin. And he is saying to each one of us, arise, take up your bed and walk. So let us arise from the bed of sin and let us carry it and remove it away. Let us carry it and put it on the shoulder of Christ in confession and repentance. And let us walk following his footsteps so that you will have inheritance with all the saints in the paradise of joy. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.